0: back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one branding coach for therapist. So in today's episode, I want to talk about changes that can lead to manifestations that are actually disguised. So if you have not had the opportunity to listen to my most recent two to three podcast episodes, I really dived into manifestations on a personal level. But in the last episode, I specifically talked about business and I had mentioned that I hosted a retreat in LA. So I wanted to talk to you about what led to the epic retreat from November, 2019 and how I see looking back, how that was a manifestation disguised, but I really didn't see it in the beginning specifically because there were a lot of obstacles and barriers that came up. So like I said in the previous episode, um, I had conversations with my previous therapist in the Dope Therapist Academy, along with having events online and some of them in person. And what I had recognized was I was really missing the live component of being able to really, on a deeper level, connect with my audience. And so I thought to myself, I like to host parties. I like to host events. So why not host my own retreat? And we will talk about business. I'll figure out a way to... Integrate continuing educational credits because I was at that time and still is an APA approved instructor. But I really wanted individuals to come together, specifically eleven women in California at a Hills estate, one that I would choose from like Airbnb. And I wanted these women to come together and we talk about business and also self care and of course branding. So my goal was to host it for eleven women, and what I decided to do was start looking up estates in LA. So of course most of these estates that would house. 11 11 women because I am a really big component of having everyone have the same amenities such as the same size beds. Everybody has access to the living room. I mean, not the living room, I'm sorry, but the bathroom where it's not too much overlap. So it really has to be a very spacious house, but I knew that these houses existed and I wanted to do the research on the price point so that that could determine how much I was going to make the price point for the actual retreat. Because when you throw an event, you have to look at all costs, whether it be some surprises that of course I had, staff that are helping you out, um, other activities, food, and of course, lodging. And so I didn't cover the plane tickets, but I would cover their stay and then food was really up in the air because it really depended on where the house was at. So I managed to find a Hills Estate. It was a little bit past Calabasas in Hidden Hills area and it was super nice. It literally had two houses. It had the mainland house and then it had a back house, but the back house had like two to three bedrooms and it was perfect because I was able to be like on one wing of the house and then some of the women would be able to be in the main house along with my team. And then of course, some women can be in the back house and then it had a pool, it had a fabulous lawn, it was very bright, very modern and I just fell in love with the site and it was within the budget that I created for the retreat. So, of course, I snagged the pictures from Airbnb and I used the pictures as an opt-in for people to express interest in purchasing a you know, a ticket to come to the retreat. So within literally seven to 10 days, I had so many people on the wait list and I was just like, oh my gosh, people are really wanting to come and this is awesome because I really didn't know what to expect. I just knew that I wanted to host the event and I will worry about the rest later, right? So I figured out how much money I would have to put down for the deposit. I contacted the owner and everything was good. And then all of a sudden, when I was about to literally put the deposit down, okay, okay, the estate disappeared. I could not find it. And no one had purchased a ticket yet because I didn't put the events on sale yet. And so um, I said, okay, well, let me just recalibrate and start looking for other locations. But as you maybe could guess, you know, time is chuckling along and it's not like I created the plan for this retreat one to two years prior. I literally thought about this retreat Within 60 days, I said I was going to have a retreat in 60 days. That is not something that I would necessarily recommend, but you know, I just got a different attitude. And so then I found a second estate and I had to bring the number of 11 women down to seven. And it was more so because of the living arrangements. But again, it was in the Sherman Oaks Hills area, which I was very familiar with because that's the area where um, I took my family and friends for what we call the Hollywood compound to prepare for our Hollywood wedding. So I was very familiar with the neighborhood. It was very nice. I spoke with the owner. They pretty much have to vet you as soon as you say you're a doctor. And I typically use my title when I'm booking for that type of event because I'm going to be, you know, 100 on my podcast. You know, a lot of the people that I attract are women and men of color. And it doesn't mean that that's all that I attract, but that's majority of who I attract. And so I have to be very aware that when we're in an Airbnb home, I've been in Airbnb homes with my friends before, and we haven't caused any problems. However, they have cameras in the home, they have cameras outside, and they pay attention. And of course, these are not predominantly colorful neighborhoods, if you get me. And so we have to be mindful of that. And so sometimes I'll use my doctor card to be able to position me to say that, you know, hey, this is a professional event. We ain't out here trying to turn up. We're just out here trying to have a retreat. And so this location said, what type of doctor are you? You know, he came to me correct, but he was just wanting to know, was I administering any medication at the self-care retreat? And I was like, no, you know, at the most we'll have yoga. You know, he was like, oh, okay, cool. So he took my deposit, accepted it, and then that's when I put the event up for sale. So within two weeks, I had sold two tickets and both individuals paid in full, literally within a 24-hour time frame. Now, the first day, I feel like I didn't sell a ticket on the first day. I felt like I sold a ticket on the second day. And then all of a sudden, the second one came in, you know, when I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh my God, like it took them 24 hours. They saw it, maybe they didn't check their email, but the sales are gonna flood in. So in the meantime, I was actually planning or prepping to get on a plane to go to that New York event that I talked about in the previous episode with the Delta One flight experience. And then I ended up getting the office and then going back to host an event later. So this was September at this point. Okay. Again, I decided to have this retreat literally two to three weeks ago from that time. So this is the middle of September, around September 14th or so, September 12th, I think. And so me and my assistant flew out there. We got everything prepped. You know, it's the morning of the event. We got dressed. We got access to our room. And then I receive an email. Okay. And the email was from Airbnb informing me that the location had to be canceled. I inquired about why. They said the location is no longer available available. You know, and there's only so many questions that you can ask. And so I contacted Airbnb to expedite at this point, you know, my refund, because sometimes they can take seven to 10 days and the refund will come based off of when they cancel it on their end. Because if I cancel it, which was another problem, which I'll tell you about in a moment, then it may try to charge me. So typically when you book an Airbnb, you should always, always read the fine print because the fine print will tell you the cancellation policy. And houses like that typically... Um, tell you that you cannot cancel at all, or you're going to lose 50% of your deposit, which was for me over $1,500 for the deposit. So the gentleman had told me to cancel on my end. And because I read the fine print, I said, no, I can't because I'm scared that Airbnb with the system will automatically deduct the money. And so I said, I would really appreciate if you can cancel on your end. And then there was no response for like a few days while I was in New York. So, you know, for me, mindset wise, I thought to myself, what should I do? I need to walk over to the office to have this event with these clinicians. But I also need to use this as a teachable moment. So I had to ask myself, do I give up on the retreat? This is a second location that's pretty much being canceled. Am I moving too quickly? But then I decided, you know what? I'm resilient. Stuff like this happens all the time. Maybe not in this way, but I get blocked all the time. So because I'm resilient, I decided to fight back and I decided to keep going. I'm not going to give up. And the reason why I'm actually doing this podcast episode is that sometimes you are faced with adversity, whether it's in your personal life and or in your business or honestly in this pandemic, and you may be given a sign and you take that sign as giving up when you're right at the tipping point. But because you can't see the other side of the mountain, which is pretty much your next level of prosperity and abundance, you choose to stop, give up and say, you know what, maybe it wasn't meant to be. And that's simply not true because I believe that everything does happen for a reason, but sometimes you are at and with, you know, the location of people that you're supposed to be with anyway. Okay. So remember I said, this was my very first retreat on a professional level. Yeah. I've thrown a wedding. Yeah. I've done all these elaborate other events, baby showers and things like that, but I've never thrown a professional event by myself. Okay. So I asked myself what what I do and I decided to move forward. And so the gentleman refunded me the money. In the meantime, literally on the break, I had my assistant doing it as well because I gave her, you know, what kind of style of home I wanted. I end up after a couple of days stumbling across another home. Now, one of the main issues that I had with this home was that it only had four bedrooms, four bedrooms. Now, mind you, it's me and my assistant, probably another person is going to come along to help us. Then already have two women that bought seats. So I'm like, well, gosh, now I really am only going to be able to have a two to three person retreat because I'm not gonna have women, grown women at that, share a queen or king size bed. Like that's a no-go. If they had twin beds in each bed, that would be different. But every single room actually had the same size bed. And then one of the rooms had their own bathroom and then the other rooms, they shared a bathroom. But again, that was good. Um, But the house was in literally the Hollywood Hills. It was beautiful. It had a back area section, not a backyard but you can walk in some stairs and really see like the sunset and the sunrise. It had enough room for us to do our activities such as yoga and other pop-up surprises that I had for the women. The parking wasn't that great, but again, the two women who had purchased their ticket, one of them was flying in, another one was in LA. So I just told her like the parking situation, you know? So then I said, okay, let's open it up for one more person. So what I did is I went back on social media, I went back into my email list and I just adjusted my marketing message to say, actually, there's only one one more spot for the event and registration closes on this day. And the reason why we chose a registration date with any type of launch, even if it's an event, is that I need an accurate count, whether it's two or three people, because I like to buy grab bags and I am purchasing other things that go along with surprise activities that we're doing. And I don't want to throw away money. And some of the things that I purchased were also personalized. And I'm not a person with events. I learned that with like throwing baby showers. And again, with my wedding, I buy things at a time so I can make sure they get here on time and that they're right. So that if I need to return something or get something changed, I have enough time to do that. So I didn't stop. I didn't give up. And then I just changed my marketing message. So After the event occurred, because the last person that purchased was actually someone that was in one of my programs and she flew in from New York and she was actually at the event in New York. And she had said when I sent out that last message, because I think I sent out like a video message as well to my community in the Dope Therapist Academy, she said I specifically spoke to her when I sent out that message and then she went ahead and signed up and took the last spot. So the last spot wasn't available for more than 24 hours. So this event, after I hosted it, literally set the tone For my ability to work in groups, in live settings, specifically with therapists, but on a whole new level. Because of course, I'm used to teaching at a college and graduate school and also online. I'm also used to hosting like the mini CE workshops, whether it was in California or New York. However, I had never experienced a multi-day event and so, some of the things and activities that I set up for the women that were surprises is we had a night out on the town on Hollywood, in Hollywood on sunset. I took them out to eat as a surprise after we did this group activity, which really helped them come out of their shale. And we did that the second day. I also surprised them with a makeup artist and a photo shoot because, truth be told, these things actually did happen, like the photo shoot was always going to happen. But the makeup was an extra bonus because I wanted to do something very special because it was a very intimate event. It was an intimate group of women. It wasn't a large group. Now, if, if it was a large group, some activities could not happen because then I would have to get like three to four makeup artists to come. So we would have had to do different activities. I also surprised them with a yoga session from a Black instructor because I'm all for supporting Black businesses and also all the participants were African so. I always try to match the energy from who's signing up, which is why I often, if you've had, if you've had me for any type of um, event, whether it's online or in person, you know I am a real big advocate for completing a. Preform because I need to know who my audience is so that I can determine what my message will be on a Zoom call, on a training, on a coaching call, and at a live event. I like to poll my audience. So I also was able to get testimonials. And the beauty part is at least at every live event that I've had, that I've had a live photographer, all my participants get a headshot. That's my gift to them because of course we're talking about branding. So they received a photo shoot where they were able to get some photos like on the stairs and, you know, around the home and also on a white back backdrop. Um, and then that was when my elite coaching program was birthed. Now I knew going into that program that I really wanted to have a one-on-one coaching program, but that was my opportunity to also test myself out to see how much I had grown in my coaching business to be able to give these women the opportunity to also get one-on-one time with me. So because it was only three women who attended, I was able to spend an hour with each and every woman in my room so that we can dive into their business. And then I gave them actionable steps, which is the same thing I do with elite coaching now, it was just in person and every single person said it was a breakthrough in their business. One young lady actually tagged me a few times two weeks ago on Instagram because she said that she pretty much thought that certain things weren't possible, but she came across a sticky note because I gave them little trinkets. She came across a sticky note that she had wrote when we were at the retreat and she stumbled across the sticky note right now and it literally, what she wrote down, it manifested as far as being on other people's podcasts and and talking about certain things that she would like to do in her business, but she had also worked at a nine to five job, I believe in a school district. And so she was trying to figure out how to balance that out. Plus being a wife and a mom, right? So- I really loved that all the obstacles and the barriers that came up really showed me that you should not give up. And just because you see changes happening, just look at the world that we're living in today. Maybe it can be manifestations disguised based off of your actions. So it also showed me that I need to enter into this new year and become very unstoppable. OK, so I know in the next episode, I'm actually going to talk to you about since now I have a community and I have a live community. Plus, of course, my Dope Therapist Academy that already had launched that summer of 2019. In the next episode, I'm really going to get down to tapping into your intuition. So are you a mental health provider in which you want to experience more in-depth mindset shifts in your business beyond my podcast episodes. Are you trying to do everything by yourself and you really want to maybe do an assessment on your business or where you want to go in your business? I would really encourage you to stop right now, go and register for my three-day Prosperous Private Practice boot camp. It starts on January 25th, so hopefully you hear this episode before then. And we're going to get together on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for about 30 minutes to an hour on each day. And I'm going to help you break through some massive mindset shifts. I'm gonna help you do an assessment on your brand and marketing efforts for your private practice. And we are going to talk about private practice growth in 2021 as it relates to pivoting to an online system. And so please check out the show notes if you're interested I will see you in the Three Day Prosperous Private Practice boot camp. Also make sure that you check me out on Instagram if you wanna go the extra mile because I would love to engage with you and actually see who you are because on podcasts, you know, I can't see the other side of the microphone. Snapshot a picture of this episode. Tell me what was your biggest takeaway and also let me know what are some other things that you want to learn about in terms of mindset and business growth and or scalability in your business. So as always, make sure that you subscribe and come back. Leave me a review. Let me know how you've enjoyed this podcast podcast episode, and I will see you in the next one. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.